Oh, yeah. Now that is what's up. Yep. Oh, man. How, what a way to start a show. Welcome to the Don McLeod Podcast Show. Here we go. So, with this podcast show, you are going to get some relevant news. You're also going to get some high-order thinking. So, you can think about ways to change and morph. But, have fun. Enjoy this. This is what's up. Let's do this. Okay, wonderful. Let's chat about this. Um, so it was really, really cool today. What we were able to do is we were able to reach out to His Excellency President Kevin Baugh of the Republic of Malaysia, which is a very, very well-known micronation. Uh, and if you, we don't know micronations and what they are, they're basically self-autonomous nations that they may not, most of them don't have any legal backing or have any type of sovereignty per se officially, despite the fact that they really are. And what was interesting with the talk with President Baugh and First Lady Baugh was what a micronation actually is. And if you think about it for a second, it's funny, when, when I think about the stuff, I go back to Robin Hood um, with Kevin Costner and many others, people that don't look like Robin Hood, I'm sure, but the famous line is that every king should rule his own castle. And I think about that a lot. And when I look back at philosophical thinkers and I just ask myself this, isn't really the ultimate goal and ultimate push in life to rule and own your own? I mean, if we look back at the state of human nature and we take, example, Hobbes and Locke, even Hume, thinking around that, we start believing that inside of us all, we really do have this yearning, this desire to control ourselves, all right? We do. We want to explore. We want to make things. But ultimately, we want things for our own. We do. I think that's a part of human nature that gets us into a lot of trouble because we never recognize it. But if you think about it, a micronation is basically establishing control and authority for yourself. It's putting you at the front and center of your life and how it's run. So what just struck me about this is that this is something that when you see it on paper, you see micronations, I'm sure many people, when they watch the YouTube videos, just have a nice laugh and say, oh my God, this is just Halloween on a different level. I, I can I can guarantee that is a thought probably for a lot of people in America and around the world. I would sure think so. My issue with that, though, is that I think those individuals don't see it. And it was really cool, President Baugh, when I asked him about that, how you, how you deal with public perception, how you deal with people in the public that just think what you're doing is crazy. And he definitely made the connection that he said there are two people in the world for him. There are people that get it and there are people that don't get it. And the people that don't get it aren't going to get it either ever or in the current time. And I think that's important to see because instead of focusing our time on those that don't get it, why don't we focus on the people that do get it and then we can market it from that point? Or we think about this, does a nation really have to have 350 million people? for it to be a good country. And again, we could go off on a tangent and say good is just relative, it's moralistic, you decide what good is. That's what I believe. 
But their assumption is that it doesn't take 350 million people to have a country. It takes X people who believe in the idea of the country. So for him, that's 35, that, I'm sorry, 34 individuals in the Republic of Malaysia. And right now, that's okay. Because those are 34 people, entities, that believe in the system. Now, what if you could equate that type of thinking to a nation like the United States and other massive nations where people actively agreed with the government, they agreed why they're doing it. Don't you think we'd be in a lot better place? No matter what side of the spectrum you're on, Democrat, Republican, whatever it is, I think if we all took a micronation approach to our sovereignty and to ourselves and the way we want to be governed, whatever structure we have in place at the moment would be that much better. It has to be. So for me, I think looking at governments from this standpoint, very much an upside down approach, right? Looking at what is maybe current, what is new, what is what is very millennial based in looking at this micronation concept, understanding it, and then going backwards. So we're really learning government in a backwards by design approach. Because I think you want to ask yourself those questions. You want to see what you want to live in and then compare and contrast how that is different versus reality. And I guess why I bring this up so much when we're really looking at it is that since this time of our founding America and our documents, primarily the Constitution, what really has changed? If you think about it, Yes, constitutions have, I'm sorry, amendments have changed. We know that. That's why we've had amendments. But realistically, we haven't had a lot of amendments. And you would think in that amount of time from our inception to now, we change yearly. Cultures change. People change. Other people change around the world, which affects us. So wouldn't we then see change as well in our documents that technically are our backbone. There are lifeblood. Problem with this is there are, there is the argument that, you know, with tradition and a value system, something that is coherent is constantly stable, never changes. There is some truth and validity to that, right? There's a nice sense of, I did this because my fathers did this because they did that. My mothers did this grandmothers, all that stuff before. So it's this nice communal level playing field. If you take a bit of more of a progressive mindset that says we're always evolving, we're always changing, then shouldn't that mean that the stuff that we have that is our backbone changes with it? The problem comes in that is how do you change a document that rules us without changing its legitimacy? Because you're assuming that if we change the document itself, that should change the legitimacy, meaning that that version wasn't good enough, meaning the document wasn't good enough, therefore it's null and void. I think we should take the different approach to it. I think we should take the fact that we are all changing. We always agree that the Constitution is our backbone, is what rules us. It provides that order that we need or else we're in a chaotic state, which is why America has done better at times than other nations because we have that belief in it. But we can still have that belief in a document while amending it too. And for me, that point strikes well in the concept of what a micronation is, right? It's the self-autonomous model that says 
things aren't working in one. Why don't I try it in this? Think about it. How many of you are athletes? What do you do at practice? You had a game the last weekend. Something happened. Do you do the same thing over and over? Of course you don't. You lost 40 to zero. I guarantee that your practice after that is very different than it was before that loss. Why? Because you're trying to create things and make amend for what you did wrong. It's changing. Think about that for a second. It's all around us. Everything we do, even in our education. When we study for a test and vomit, we change the way we study after, or we look differently. We do different things. And I think you can find analogies all over life for this. So, comes back to my question then again. Why is it the same all the time? And if we don't have an answer to that, why can't we start looking at other models? I'm not saying so much to replace it, because I don't know if a world of a billion micronations would exist. That might be extremely complicated. However, I wonder if you could have more of a devolved type UK, European Union system where you had a bunch of micronations flying under one banner. Oh, wait, you mean like the United States of America with state rights and federalism. So maybe something like that moves on. The whole point is, if you're not thinking like that, you can never understand what currently is. Because in order to understand what is, you have to ask the tough questions. You have to ask the questions that are going to allow you to explore your mindset about why you believe what you believe. I'm a firm believer that a lot of the problems in America right now are not so much R&D related in terms of polarization of parties. I think it's we have no conception of who we are. We don't know why we believe. We just do it because that's what we do. So therefore, if that's the case, we're constantly going to be bickering and it just produces bigotry. We really got to start exploring and look at different models and say, does that work? Does it not? Because in looking for different models, we will find ways to make ourselves better. And realistically, at the end of the day, that's ultimately what it is about. Even with a tribe model of a community, I would still think you'd want to make a community better. And so I look at the Republic of Malassia and say that, that 34 individuals have chosen to make their life better without forcing it upon other individuals. And I just think a model like that is something worth inquiring about, something we should look into. It doesn't mean that you have to sign up for it. Not at all. If you do not like micronations after you study it, awesome. That is your free will. But I do believe that in studying micronations, more particularly larger, more well-developed micronations like the Republic of Malasia, you will find that you learn more about yourself and what you expect of a government. And once we can get to that level, our government will change. V for Vendetta, great movie. Awesome, awesome, awesome movie, right? V clearly says many times throughout it, and this has been known throughout history. V did not just make this up, so let me make that claim. But it resonates well with me because I love that movie. Governments should be afraid of their constituents, their people. People should not be afraid of their governments. The only way we can get to that is we have to understand our government. We have to understand what we want in it. And for me, 
that's critical going forward. So it was just a lot of fun to hear President Baugh and First Lady Baugh talk about it and talk about the whole economics, and just everything behind what a micronation is. So I would definitely encourage you to reach out, to look out, look at the Republic of Malasia, their webpage, look at Principality of Sealand, uh, many other ones that are in existence. I bet there's thousands of micronations. Honestly, they're becoming bigger and the movement is here for them. So it's, it's very unique in it. But I wonder, though, if we start asking ourselves those questions, challenging ourselves in that perception, what our future will look like. And I'm a firm believer that with that mindset, things have to change for the better because only good things come when we converse, when we hypothesize, when we imagine the way we want things to be, rather than just assuming we do the same thing over and over and over in a redundant fashion because that's what we do. Is it uncomfortable? Oh, it is totally uncomfortable. I get that. But you know what? All the greatest revolutions around the world have only taken place and been effective because of great risk. When you take great risk, great reward follows. You can't get great reward, though, without being willing to risk it. Hey, let's see where we go from here. All right, all right, what a show. There we go. Just like that, man. 12 minutes and 43 seconds goes by quick when you are entertained and you're thinking. Remember, learning is cool. Learning should be fun. Learning should be easy. Whoever told you that was different was lying to you. It's okay to expand your mind and to think, more importantly. But stay tuned next time. And remember, you can visit us at mcleodclass.com. You can also Find us on Instagram and Twitter at Don V. McLeod, plus visit our YouTube channel at Don McLeod's Classroom, plus enjoy all this stuff. But hey, on the way out, why not enjoy some music? Oh, exactly. See, it's music for the brain, just like that. All right, till next time, remember, stay classy, everybody. <laughs>